The why of photography precedes the how in entirety. Because I'd rather focus on why that image was made, why that visual was made, why that this small scene is the way it is. And then kind of figure out how to do it. The following is a conversation with Kyle Mopez. Kyle is a photographer, a mixed media artist, and the co-founder of Zinth. Zinth is a media production company aimed to bring small businesses and aspiring artists to the next level with unique and engaging content. With that said, I hope you enjoy the Joe Pichos podcast with Kyle Mopez. What up fools, this is the Joe Pichos podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Kyle Mopez. That's good. Do I look at the camera? <laughs> yeah, you can okay, look at the camera, bro. You can look at me, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, so the, re the the way I met KJ Mops, KJ Mops or Kyle Mopez? Doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter. Just keep going. <laughs> the way I met uh, Kyle is essentially we were in a church group together. Yes. You were choreographing. Yes. I was a dancer. I was uh, following you. Yes. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, just to start off the conversation, uh, we met at CFC. So what is like your relation to CFC still? Um, a relation to CFC, I think I see it on like Instagram. I see other people still like pushing um, camps and all that kind of stuff. And I rate that because like, you know, I feel like YFC gave me a good starting point with the things that I like wanted to pursue. So like with dance, like we both met through that like RYC event or competition. Yeah. And then from that, that kind of propelled me into a lot of competitions outside of yfc or yeah yfc and just yeah it made me push towards that creative pursuit more did, we, did your creative pursuit start at ryc or was it prior to that i think it was prior to that like i had yeah. my neighbors um teaching me how to jerk yeah like, you know you know all the filipinos <laughs> you a doggy bro doggy um like sea walk like you know oh, yeah. you know the infamous <laughs> the, the shoe swipe and all just the feet like no like knees just feet <laughs> you know? I haven't seen that one <laughs> but like there's a lot of videos out there like that but like yeah. I got introduced through that and then ABDC came out and I just oh, watched yeah, that ABDC. with like my neighbors as well so like yeah they're a big influence on like the way I started dance who was your favorite crew in ABDC it's definitely the Jabberwockies like they're actually just goaded okay if you were to rank the five Jabberwockies bro I just remember super the Jabber crew Boreonics, Quest Crew, and We Are Heroes, like the oh, five. Okay, you exactly. I don't remember that much. I know Jabbox was sick. I remember Quest Crew. That was yeah. amazing. So probably those were probably the top two. Did you how did you like Boreonics? Not that much. Not oh, that okay. much. It was like kind of a four there. And then whatever crew Chachi was a part of, that's the third. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that's the same like season is that the same season that's like season six like no these are all different seasons entirely like it's like the winners <laughs> of each season okay yeah, yeah yeah, i don't even know where i was going but i just know that <laughs> periodics and no no jabberwockies and quest grew atop yeah yeah so kyle is probably like you're honestly you're probably like one of the most creative people the probably the creative person most creative person i know bro stop asking <laughs> that's crazy but you do so you do photography what i know you do dancing you do film photography uh, you're you're got, you're getting into mixed media right now, right? Mixed media, and okay. I'm trying to get into animation, 3D, still image making, if that makes sense. Yes. How does what what is the process of that, or what is that? What is the outcome of that? Well, 
Um, the outcome is the same as a regular picture. It's just you oh, have more okay. control in a 3D space of where the lights should be. It's just not physical. It's all done on the computer. So, like, I can, or I'm going to try, no, I will one day be able to, like, make, you know, furnished spaces with either a model in there and incorporate that within my photography, essentially. Yeah. So, is it all, like... The images, is it like AI generated to bring it in there? It's not necessarily AI generated. There are probably ways to incorporate an AI into 3D as we all seen in the trends. Yeah. What do you think about that trend? Because oh, I know I like a lot of artists are not support, a lot of artists are not supporting uh, the whole idea because it's like using their images and like combining other people's images all together to create a new thing. But it's also like, you know, it's like your work and not being kind of credited for. I don't know. What, uh -huh. do you, what are your thoughts on it? Which one do you want to answer first? Uh, what are your thoughts on just like AI generation? Oh, okay, so now yeah. we're switching it up. Um, I think it's it's something that's definitely new. And like when anything new, it's not going to be highly regarded because it's, <laughs> it's so new. I said that three times. <laughs> but I feel like we can spin AI in a way where it doesn't solely hurt the artist. We can use it as a tool yeah, it, to create something new, but I feel like there's a, there's ways to incorporate it just as a, a tool, not to just like steal off of other artists' works, right? Because I think I was having a lot of conversations like this with other people in my program, like graduated program. Yeah. Because we we're like, you know, we all want to be into like the creative field and like that creativity has like a, a soul in it. And when... AIs in there mixed into that and all these works are being um, amalgamated like they're lo the loss of soul is there like there's no there's no heart in it mm. but I feel like you can also spin that in a way of whoever uses those tools is able to put a heart in it does that kind of make sense yeah that does yeah do you get frustrated like if uh, like I don't know how the algorithm works to get other people's work but like, I have no clue either. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you saw like some like the AI using your photography, for example, like what, what how would you feel towards that? Like, I'd would feel, you be frustrated? I feel frustrated, but I don't know. Actually, that's a really good question. I don't really know how to feel exactly, just because it's so like new, and I don't think I feel like my work is like so far removed from like an AI's reach because I feel like AI kind of hits a certain mm, yeah kind of hits a certain style and i don't think is it like a super smooth face super smooth face <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> for example like you there's ai can be used in like tools for like state plugins for photoshop plugins for lightroom yeah. and like that's fine that's i feel like that's how it should be used but in the context that we're talking of right now it's used to make a finished work and it kind of like disregards the process entirely right yeah and it pulls from different aspects and that's the thing i don't like but in a tool sense yes like i'm all for it because to make things faster that's that's key with that yeah i i'm there's just a kind of like idea by naval ravikant his whole thing i'm like he says at a point i hope in our lifetime where basically Everyone kind of has like their own monopoly. Everyone is like their own business. And we use AI and we use robots in order to kind of automate every other job like cleaning or like fast food workers. Like 
I don't know. It's kind of scary in the sense that's of like very scary, but that's some like we might get replaced. Shit. Yeah, 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 but yeah. at the same time, it would be like a utopian society where essentially everyone would be kind of like doing their own thing. Like we're all doing creative pursuits to just kind of uh, evolve creatively, and then AI and robots they take over everything else, like the mundane stuff, you know? Yeah, but I also see like I don't know why, but that that. <laughs> I, there's there's gonna be a takeover somewhere. Like the AI is just gonna take us over. They're gonna stop doing mundane stuff. We're gonna be slaves. But <laughs> yeah, man. But um, so <laughs> who knows, you know? But uh, I want to dive into the questions I asked you. So essentially, what I'm doing with my podcast right now is I'm interviewing artists and entrepreneurs, and I asked them like three questions beforehand. And the first question. Uh, this is the answer you wrote. Discovery and a sense of exploring. I, I said, what is this phase of your life right now? And you wrote, discovery and a sense of exploring myself to different things, which in turn creates new interpretations to actions, behaviors, opportunities, connected in an inward and outward perspective. So what type of new stimuli are you exposing yourself to right now to help you become a better artist? Oh, definitely um, not looking at Instagram or like the locals yeah. for inspiration like oh did i say that right okay locals okay wait say that one more time (laughs) (laughs) what type of new stimuli are you exposing yourself to to Um, help you become a better artist it's a lot of i guess researching different photographers and not just photographers but also like designers directors and how they kind of work okay um for example, I quote this guy a lot because this guy kind of changed my thinking on photography. Nick Knight, he calls himself a generalist just due to the fact that like when he, because um, he before he was like a Vogue photographer, yeah. legendary fashion photographer, shot for like Vogue, Harper's Bazaar. Um, and I think he was like the first person to like make me think that like, okay, you can take photos without like a lens like in a lens-based process now, just because adva- like technology has advanced to the point where cameras and lenses, anything like that, is so accessible. Like we have cameras on our phones. We have yeah, um, yeah, yeah, cameras on our phones. And like before, back in the day, it made sense that photography. When you think of photography, it's just someone that has a camera, right? That has like a level of prestige because like back then, cameras were not that accessible. Like if you look at a lot of the like older photographers like they're just people that had privilege i i guess i don't Mm -hmm. know if i'm saying that right but privilege or or the money to actually spend the like that much money on the gear as well as film and all that kind of stuff but now since it's so accessible like we have softwares such as blender um other 3d softwares we're able to take and create an image in that sphere and you can also go to like Printing, like like multimedia, like mixed media is really essential for me too because, um, what's what's the word? It makes me push my process a bit more, right? So like before I'd like kind of, okay, so I have this idea, I'll take a photo of it. Okay, I have this photo, bring it into the, literally two softwares and I'm like, okay, the, here's the final product. That's it. That's I'm done with that idea. But now I can... Or what I'm trying to strive a bit more to is, okay, I have this idea. How? What are the avenues that I can do to expand this? So, like, I have an idea. I'll take a photo. Um, 
I'll put in again to those two softwares I mainly use, Lightroom and Photoshop. Maybe mm-hmm. I can put it into Blender, create a 3D render of it, or I can print it out, um, tear it up, rip it up into pieces, and see different ways of seeing my final and seeing what else I can do with it. Mm, okay. I really straight off of that. Well, I don't even know the main question. But. <laughs> no, that's that's super interesting. So when you when you think of like the final product, right? Like, do you have a goal in mind when you think about it, or is it just like it's 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 weaving and it's uh, forming as you do it? It's definitely the second one. Before it was before it was the first one because I yeah. really just okay. I have this shot. I have this file on my hard drive i'll just keep it there and i'll post it whenever instagram and social media is going to be a whole different topic but like it would just live there right Mm. and now i have the means to like kind of push towards okay so i have this file what can i do with it aside from just leave it there i can you know again 3d render it create something completely different based off of that one image or i can like kind of create this mixed media outcome of either different images I source from magazines, Google, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's cool. So, when, one thing I wanted to ask, so I made this video like a while back uh, ago, it's called Why Create Art? So you being like a creative person, why? I find that funny. <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> What's funny? I don't know. I feel like a lot, there's everybody, everybody's creative in a sense. You think it's so? Just, yeah. Even like the blue collar workers, like hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Blue collar workers are so creative. What makes them creative? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but like, everyone has a sense of creativity in them. It's just like they just gotta like express get it. it out, express it, and get it out, right? Yeah, I guess it's just harder for some people to do it than others. Like you're kind of like like there's it's all circumstance. It's all yeah. circumstance. It's all especially like where you are in the life. You know? Yeah. What, what do you think the importance of creativity plays uh, a role within your life? Like, why do you express yourself? Creativity, bro. I fucking forgot, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why do you choose to be creative? Like, what, uh, what is it, like, what comes out of you when you do it? I think it's definitely a sense of self-expression, but there's also a little bit more to that. Like, there's explanation in a creative piece but there's also i I just want to i really just want to push it just because i know that there's so many people out there that are like i want to be in the creative field i want to be in the creative field and like they do either styling or hairdressing or something even left field is like i don't even know anything left field at the at the top of my head but i just want to do it because i know that there is something that I want to do it so I can prove to myself that there is a path like this for people that aren't, you know, there is a path like this for people that just don't want to stay in the regular, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big reason for me to do it as well, because I don't know, I just kind of started life with these bigger questions and ambitions kind of like just wondering like is this it like yeah, is this yo dog is this what life is i'm like at mcdonald's oh. like fucking scrubbing shit i'm like is this life you That's know it, bro like, like you graduate or like in my case like yeah i graduated and i'm like wow 
fuck <laughs> like, that's it like i got my paper on the stage i was like yeah well, let's go <laughs> and then as soon as i'm walking down that stage i'm like yo fuck what now and i think that's one of the things that i kind of came to grips with the remainder of the year because i was like oh shit i always thought of like my like photography stuff on the side but it's mm. so weird because like i used to go into like class and like lectures and like kind of multitask and like edit photos as well as, oh, okay. notes, as well as kind of listen and see what the prof is saying in terms of business ethics as well as like, yeah like all that kind of stuff and i kind of take it all in because like at the time i was like okay i like i know i like doing this so i know i don't want to stop and now that school has stopped i'm like oh shit all not nothing i all i got is this but at the time i was thinking a lot of oh fuck i need a fucking salary job i need a you know i need to get more money i need to move out and then like i think mentally i was rushing myself to get to a place where i know i'm gonna eventually be there Mm -hmm. but yeah now i'm like a lot slower I'm i'm taking my time with things i'd rather be a part of things that are just starting up rather than things that are already established and not really pushing towards anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It makes complete sense. Like I, I think a big thing for me was like, there's this saying like, don't make your passion into your, like, don't do what, don't do what you love for a living. Essentially people say that because then it becomes a job. But in my mind, I'm just like, if you do what you love for a living, then it won't feel like work. Like, it'll feel like play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you're always playing and it's just like you're never you're never actually going to be working. That, that was uh, the next question I was actually going to ask you. So the second thing I said was, uh, I, forget, I forget the question. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, is the biggest, what is the biggest struggle you're facing right now? It's a balance and routine for sure. Definitely have a hard time assigning time to myself to work on various things like work associated with personal projects I want to do. While still trying to find time for myself and family and friends, I feel like there's a lot of things I want to do, but I need a good balance to do such first. At least with the family and friends and the work, um, I don't know. Like the the work thing for me, there's this quote by Alan Watts. I know this is like fucking corny as shit, but like whatever. I don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> Alan Watts, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck this. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't? Okay. <laughs> I've seen. I've, not seen, corny, I've seen like YouTube shorts, and I'm like scrolling down. <laughs> And it's like him saying this quote. And then at the end, it's like Alan Watts. I was like, okay, that's that <laughs> he guy. Says, He's that guy. He's yeah, cool. he is that guy. He's like, make everything you do as play. Make, uh, make work play so that nothing feels like work. So you're always working and playing at the same time. But your whole thing was balance. I don't know. What, 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 do, you, what do you gravitate more towards? Like the balance aspect or like thinking everything is play? If I think everything is play, then I'm not going to take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. I definitely appreciate balance. And I still like need balance for a lot of projects because i feel like i have a lot of these ideas and then i reach out to like one of like my homies that i know that i can do it but i forget to like oh shit i need to like execute on that and then like two weeks pass later and i'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) because like i feel like i'm wrapped up with so many other things and that's where i really need balance in right like wrapped up in um probably like literal work like i have a full-time job yeah um zen stuff personal stuff etc and yeah okay cool yeah i mean yeah i I agree like everything is play um so i wanted to talk to you about 
uh, the different things that you're doing. So, so Zenth, describe it to the viewers what Zenth is exactly. We are a creative. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. We are a creative collective aimed to help the local artists in the GTA gain a better audience through content creation. And more to come in 2023. That's, that's, all, that's all I really want to say. I'm excited for that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what, what got you started with uh, doing that? I know you and Alan, like, knew each other for quite a while. Yeah, dog. Me and Alan go way back. I don't know my voice wavered there. I need some water. <laughs> but <laughs> go way back. Um, high school, videography. Not videography class, but, like, video class. Yeah. Uh, I remember he was, like, cracked. He was cracked at After Effects. <laughs> and I was, like... Like, I would come into school early and, like, I'd go to the video room. He'd show me what he'd be making. I'm like, what the... How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> like, I'm... As a photographer, I don't really... At the time, I was, like, mainly just photography. And mm-hmm. I, I was just like, how do you even, like, create motion graphics and After Effects and Premiere and all that kind of stuff? And all that stuff was still kind of new to me, but I still stuck to, like, photography in high school. Um, DJ, been known him from, like yfc oh was he part of yfc he's the person that was got he dancing as well yes bro? he was dancing yeah 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 Were you, like in our thing Not, i don't think in our thing I think oh, okay. he was doing like band oh okay um, yeah i was gonna say that'd be crazy if i met him beforehand yeah and then rj he's working on his own stuff at the moment but he's uh yeah he's just pushing for his stuff yeah he was uh one of the founding members as well but no yeah but like i think i met him um in like in high school as well all these guys i met from high school and like i think we all just work well together to create like content and produce things that we really want to create i think we all started in 2020 like the beginning of the pandemic or something like that and then we were like because at the time dj was like trying to pursue uh like a, a music artist so he wanted a music video obviously yeah and me alan rajul kind of like got together he they did like the video work i did the photo work and then we we're like oh you know, why don't we just do this for like other people yeah and that's how it all kind of like went down what what artists um have you worked with so far so far we've worked with who tyler t-bell um these people that you may or may not know um who else? T- Tyler, Tebow, Nate, um, DJ, AJ. To name a few, I can't remember the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> it's all good, man. But yeah, <laughs> I'm David. I'm gonna forget saying so many names. <laughs> for well, sure. that's super cool. That's super interesting. There's not a lot of people, I think, our age that are pursuing a lot of like creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you guys so it's like super interesting and super uh super cool to see thank you very much yeah yeah man so you you touched a little bit on instagram and social media um earlier i'm joking yeah <laughs> what are your thoughts on it like i love it so much but i also hate it like it's a great way to connect and talk to people and like like-minded people to find that but there's also like an inverse side where you're just trapped into the endless scrolling of like whatever the algorithm feeds you mm. right like yeah. i can i can i can literally cold call drake i'm probably not gonna get no fucking answer <laughs> but like that's a direct line to him or just using it as a tool is great 
But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's weird. I get sucked into it sometimes, and um, it makes. I think in a creative sense, it uh, it makes comparison a lot more um, achievable. Not achievable. Comparison a lot more like apparent. Yeah. Towards oneself, right? Yeah. Because high key, I'd be on that app, and I'm like, I see things that I like, and I want to like kind of push to make, but then I look at you know, the numbers of followers, likes, and all that kind of stuff that in reality that don't really matter. It only matters in like a, in a business sense, right? Yeah. in essence, what I'd want to do now is I'd rather create work that's in a physical format. So I'd rather want to push more like galleries, more art shows, more exhibitions, all that kind of stuff where my work is up in a in a physical context rather than a digital because I think I started photography just I literally went to photography class because I was like oh I want to take cool Instagram pictures that's it bro really literally I was that's like, like yo, that was the it. origin story that's the origin story fam I was like yo I just want to take cool pictures bro just, <laughs> and then like I'm gonna start cascading but I started rooftoping with the homies yeah. got caught I'm gonna just do you got caught yeah I'm just gonna do the speed run okay, okay so go, go, go. rooftoping with the homies from Meadowville we did square one Marilyn Monroe oh god am I supposed to say this I don't care Marilyn years, Marilyn Monroe, been years bro. Um, <laughs> some buildings near the gardener um Hearn have you ever done Hearn Hearn no it's like a big factory oh is it by the by the water yeah, there's her well, and I have a, there's a few homies that did, did that. Um, literally just the fucking... Literally just the places, the cranes. Wait, did you... You got caught. Oh, yeah, I got caught one From time. Who? Like I a was, security guard oh, or a cop? It was a security guard. It was security oh, that's guard. not that bad. I know it's not that bad, but, like, it was funny. Like, I caught it. <laughs> the way we got caught was, like, we were trying to, like, get to the roof still. We were on the balcony, and then we'd hear footsteps, and I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Guys, get in that corner. So it was just three guys... Literally just huddle up in a corner. <laughs> the security card sees us. He's like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, really? <laughs> and then we got escorted all the way down to the, the main floor. We got, like, banned for, like, life. From banned for life. And, like, the Ice. Monroe Towers, bro. Not Monroe, but, like, it was some down... It was the building near the Gardener. Ice? Not ice. It was it was one of those. We passed it today, but... <laughs> it's just funny. It's just a funny story, because after that, I got into portraits, and I was like... Yeah, maybe um, I don't need to do maybe I don't need to do illegal yeah, shit yeah maybe I don't need photos. to do illegal shit to do photos so I got into portraiture yeah and I did a bunch of photo walks to kind of get started to get the hang of things and then what else is after that I, yeah that's really it then I got into film mm. and then now I'm realizing that if I the process of film is is still like sick I still love doing it but if we're still all, if my work is still being seen all digitally, oh damn, that pass is good. But pass <laughs> <laughs> is getting you good, bro. Pass is hitting, bro. Um, <laughs> if my work is still being all consumed digitally, I like, I'd rather just save my film for like a to get it printed in a physical format. Yeah, it all started from like I want Instagram clout or Instagram all that clout. kind of stuff. But it, it's it's so much more now. It's yeah. so, so much more now. Yeah, honestly, like, I was kind of like that in a sense. Like, I wanted to do short films initially and then play them at, like, theaters, like, film festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's my mindset that changed that. 
maybe I'm more like I'm more of a capitalistic pig, so I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to go towards more like what can get me the most amount of money that's creative. And for me, it's like the internet. So like I completely agree. Social media is shit. Like I delete Instagram, and then I delete Instagram, and then I reinstall it just to post, and then I delete it again. That's smart. I used to do that. I used to do that, and I, I it's just stuck on my phone now. So, <laughs> no, but then you get sucked in. Yeah, That's the worst part. You get sucked in, and you compare yourself to other creatives. Yeah. That are either the same age, or either doing better than you, or. But at the same time, like there's so many people that are doing their own creative endeavors, and like you can't really compare because everyone's journey is like completely different. Right, it's either you're a nepotism baby or you're not. Like really, like I'm joking. I also think th- this is also not like not just creatives. I think this is people in general. This is why I deleted Instagram because I'm like, I don't know. This weird comparison thing is like everyone's posting about their shit. No, oh, yeah, whatever. It's... But it's like person A like posts this, so then person B tries to outdo person A, but then person C sees person B doing this. And then it's all kind of like a game where like, this is, my, my life is sick. And like, it's kind of like they're posting it just to for other people, people to see, see it versus it. like you actually experiencing the thing on its own. Yeah. You know what I like mean? That. Like high key, I Facebook. Oh, there's a beep. Oh, that was that beep. There's there's a beep. talking about that. <laughs> talking about that beep, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they, damn it, that threw me off. I said it's going to throw you off like 30 minutes in. But there is a huge comparison thing. And yes, it's terrible. It's like, terrible. It's I so literally bad. deleted Instagram because I was just like, we're all kind of... <laughs> the people went off again. Mm-hmm. But we're all kind of like posting to, I don't know, kind of like flex on each other, really. And like versus, I don't know, just... I want to live like how my parents lived, you know what I mean? Where they, they just experience the thing for itself and like, you're just here. Like, I think it just takes you away from everything. Yes. Doing I, all of it, I, you know? I see that. Like, I try to stay away from my phone as much as I can, especially when I'm on trips. Yeah. And like, the, the funny thing is, like, my mom, like, gets cheesed at me when you're like, yo, Kyle, why aren't you taking a lot of photos? And I'm like, yeah, I'm taking photos, but I'm like, I'm trying to take the photos that I want to take and not kind of like the touristy shots. Yeah. Because... There's enough touristy shots to go around. Yeah. Um, I'd rather, like, I'd rather take photos of uh, what I really want to take photos of, even if it's not appealing to the main consumer or whatever like that. But, um, yeah, I see that comparison thing. Yeah, honestly, bro, I don't care if you, like, post pictures of your food. Yeah, right? I don't care if you post pictures of your, like... It's like everyone has like a mini vlog now mini vlog, <laughs> on Instagram. But right? that's a thing. Like, <laughs> there's there's definitely some books on that shit. Yeah, I can't. I was. I remember I read some, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. And just come to like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. I know, I know this. I know this. It's, I think, with social media nowadays, and especially with the comparison, it creates a sense of identity. What's the? There was a phrase for it. Uh, pro-felicity. Okay. Pro-felicity. It's like a profile. There's, you kind of like based your identity on your social media account. Mm. I kind of have a bit of that. I'm not going to lie. I kind of based like my credibility as a photographer on my Instagram account because, you know, I've had that thought where it's like, yo, if I delete my Instagram account, like, what else? What else am I? You know, like, well, what you know skills do i have or like 
like what I'm sharing is fully me. And then if I stop, will what I be do? If I stop, will what I be doing at this very moment stay the same as you know? If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But like the the profilicity thing is like kind of core to that comparison. Right? Yeah, I mean it's it's a way for you to like build a brand. And it's, it's a way for you to monetize your work eventually, which is like, you're, you know, you're it using it as a tool. tool. Yeah. Yeah. You're using it as a tool. But I think just like, I don't know, maybe I'm like being rude, but like the average person, if I wasn't like an average person, like not creating content, I would not be on social media. Cause it's like, so like everything else that comes with it is not worth the struggle. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a, I've been thinking about that for a long time. I deleted social media. I try to like cut all my bad habits out. Like I stopped playing video games. Stopped doing fast food. Okay, fast stopped food. Stopped doing drugs. <laughs> video you games. Know. I I just play Osu honestly. Osu. But I can stop whenever yo. I swear to God, I can stop whenever. Like you know, if I'm like, oh man. Is that a joke? I'll stop forever. Or is that? No, it's not. A, it's not a, like I can actually stop. Like okay, if let's yeah. say I'm playing a map and I'm like. Okay, I can get off. Cause it's just me, you know. Like I'm not yeah, playing with yeah. anyone else. Like I'm just like listening to music. I'm just tapping yeah. away. And if like at the time, I'm like, okay, I'm doing shit. Fuck this game. Like <laughs> I'll just go back to like doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. What is your? Uh, maybe it's different for me because like I just do a different format. Like I do filmmaking involves like script writing, filming, and editing, right? Um, my creative process is essentially the writing aspect's big for me. What I have to do is like I have to sit alone in my room. This is like also like this goes on to like cutting everything off. Like I don't want to distract myself with like video games, the fast food, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to distract myself with that. What my creative process is, is I sit down in a room by myself and then I just think and I'm just like, Damn. okay, I, I hate sitting alone in my room. Like I hate this oh i also hate this wait well why do i hate this and then i go on go deeper from that. yeah i go deeper and deeper and deeper but i don't know like your creative process like what is your creative process uh like dude i'm joking i just watch <laughs> a lot of like videos or look a lot of images well since i'm like a really like visual person mm. um i kind of just gain inspiration off of that and then i ask you know why right? why because, I don't know, recently I've been thinking about this phrase a lot. Like, uh, I am a part of um, this Gallery 44 mentorship where this mentor from, um, I don't even know if I'm saying the right things, but um, this I have a mentor and he's was telling me like, okay, so the how photography, um, no, 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 the why photography precedes the how in entirety. Because I'd rather focus on why that image was made why that visual was made why that this small scene is the way it is and then kind of figure out how to do it and mm. then execute in that way but then i'd also have to from that point i'd also have to like create treatments create pitch decks to convey my idea to the people i want to do it with i small i've been doing that for like a little bit but um not to the degree of like something really visually pleasing i've been doing like google docs and just like typing out like yo this is going to be this this is equipment blah, blah blah but i gotta switch it up in terms of like into something visually like better mm -hmm. so that's my process so it's asking the question why to treatments to execution 
to the finished product. And once I'm at the finished product, do I say, like, okay, am I am I done with this? What else can I add on? Um, an example is uh, I did a shoot here in this very room, and I was shooting a few of my friends. Uh, Francesca, she was the model. My friend Lema was the stylist. Sarah was doing makeup. And I regard that as like kind of practice for, you know, editorial or whatever I want to do. Yeah. I have the finished file there. Let it sit for like a year because I did that in 2021. Really? And I was like, wow. Like, okay, so what else can I do? And then um, I started seeing a lot of multimedia work from people in Vancouver. Don't know how to pronounce the person's name, so I'm not going to say it. Um, Is he on TikTok? He was like mixed media animation workshop is it like a bunch of eyes and shit yeah it's a bunch of eyes yeah. i think i remember i've seen All right, them before. Sick. i was like wow yeah, i want to try doing dope. that and i'm like this guy's a printer i don't got no printer i'm gonna get that printer this guy mm. has a cutting board i got a cutting board like he got he got an exacto knife i'm gonna get an exacto knife and yeah. then kind of gain inspiration off of that because it's something different and something that i want to try and pursue and try my hand at literally because it's a physical thing yeah so I printed out the shots, um, messed around with it, cut them up, um, created something different from the original, and then seeing what else. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think from there, I feel like that's a finished product. That's super dope. Do you have like? Do you have the physical right yeah. now? Well, like, like, do you want to run upstairs and get it? Uh, that'd be dope as fuck. Can we see it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing crazy, but it's just something different, right? But also, like, Next going up those stairs made me realize that yo. Content is just like its first step. The first step. Oh shit. Here you go. Look through it all. Just be careful with that oh, big, big Polaroid. You can just put this oh, on. Okay. Oh, I was just like, is this it? Like, I thought you did like <laughs> with the fucking thing here. But yeah, just Polaroids from when I went on a trip, as well as some drawings on, on the said Polaroid. This is and super yeah. dope, man. Thank you, man. KJM. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Toronto. What's this right here? Oh, I wouldn't, I just, that was a blank. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to make something out of that because I think the Polaroid went off in my luggage. So I was oh, like, yeah. shit. And it's stuck there. So I had to pull it out. I was like, damn, I wasted a shot. So I'm like, okay, I can probably just do whatever on that, see what else I can do. This is super cool, this one right here. Yeah, thanks, dog. Literally, um, that was from one of the shoots I did. I just cut the circle out and I realized there's two parts of the circle in the middle. So I just taped it side to side, create a yin yang effect. A yin yang. That's super dope, man. This yeah. is super cool. I want, I want to, can we scan these or? Yeah. Yeah. I have some scan. scans of those, not those yeah. ones, but I have some scans of those. I wanna, yeah. I want to scan these and then put them in the podcast. So yeah. like, I could, they could, for sure, like they could visually see it. Mm -hmm. That's super dope, man. Uh, we have about 20 minutes left on the podcast. So I wanted to go into this one conversation and ask you uh, this other thing. It's so, like I asked all my guests this in the last 10 minutes. But um, before we do that, the biggest lesson you learn, someone's deep on God. I wanted to ask you actually, before I ask you this, what is your relationship with God right now? He's there. He's there? It's there. It's there? Yes. It's a higher power. But, you know, I'm just, I don't know. How, how do you, like, I, like, this is a video I just posted it today. How did you find God? My parents. 
Oh, is simulation. it? Yeah. Um, I was kind of just born into all that. Yeah. I didn't really get a choice to be a Catholic. In that. Well, it's like, uh, I'm not cheese to be a Catholic or anything like that, but it's what I grew up with. And it's like one of the only religions I really know. Mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic school. I went to a Catholic secondary school. And it's something that wasn't chosen out of my free will, essentially. So, yeah. like, this is just now it's just there, you know? Now it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like, my, my whole thing was I, I, I did the same thing. Like, I was born into it. And then. It's because you're Filipino. So, we're both. Yeah, we're both Filipino. That's it. Spaniards, colonization. Spaniards are very religious. Religion went, goes to Filipinos. Generations passed down. Yeah, I, I think me for me it was just like I was just being re- I was just a rebellious scene. So then like I just anything that was I was told to do I just rejected it. So that that was like a big thing for me. Just I don't know rejecting religion and God. I've like recently uh, found God again, but like just without religion. But on your onesie on my ones. But if you want to watch that video, that's the previous video. But anyways, yeah, I was just curious about that. Um, but the third one, this one's deep on God. You are always learning from experiences, interactions, those who you converse with, conversations with self, places you put yourself in, social, social situations, people you look up to, media you consume. So what would be kind of the biggest lesson you've learned about your Like you're always learning. What's the biggest lesson you learn? If not your whole life, the reason, uh, what's when you learned recently? Oh my God, that's such a big ass question. Oh fuck! <laughs> I like to ask the deep hitting. <laughs> what's the most recent thing I learned, or the biggest thing you've learned your entire life? Take your time. <laughs> Take, Take your, your time. time, man. I don't know. I feel like I was for this past year. I was like rushing myself to like get to where everybody else is. But again, like everyone else goes into their own flow, their own state, their own path. And, you know, maybe you're not a part of that in, in a social aspect. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're not a part of that. Maybe you're part of, like, different diverging paths. Yeah. People come and go. Um, <laughs> the biggest lesson you learn. But so you, you say you want to, like, get on the same level as other people. But what do you... Do you think that comes from a lack of anything? I think that comes from a lack of... Oh, fuck. Maybe that... <laughs> Shit. Because, like, that would be it. Like, it would, well, it would be, like, comparison. You're comparing yourself to somebody or, like, just yes, an yes, overall yes, yes, population yes. of people our age. But, like, what do you think you're lacking? Because, like, I think you're doing quite well, like, creatively, you know. Thank like... you very much. I need that. <laughs> I think that's what I need. I need support because, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I need support. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, bottom line, I need support. And I need to be reminded that I'm doing good and to not compare myself to other people. And that's one of the biggest lessons I learned. Even though I keep saying that, that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year. Just because, you know, I don't know. I graduated. I know some of my peers that are working at like some next places. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Shit. But at the same time, again, to not compare myself, to focus on my path and what I actually want to do because 
what they want to do is different than what I want to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Their sure. skills are different than my skills. Yeah. Yeah, and you just want different things as well. Like you, you even said yourself, you want to work for startups or like work for yourself. And work for yourself is like it's very difficult. It's fucking difficult. Yeah. I don't even know. Man. Oh, what, what am I doing out here, man? <laughs> so we're all trying to figure it out. Exactly. Huh? And then, okay, that's another thing too. Like no one really has it figured out because I think I came to after every single graduation or every single like big milestone. I expected to like okay, oh, I should have it figured out by twenty one, twenty. Should have figured out by nineteen. I should have this by like this age. Blah blah blah. But I think it's those parental expectations that were burned into me. Yeah, know? love my parents. Love them so much. Yeah, but it's just like traditional. Filipino. It's just traditional Filipino <laughs> stuff, and it's like they value stability over risk. Yeah, and that's one hundred percent fine. But I'm in a place where I can take that risk and see where I can go with it because. You know, I think when they came here, it's a hundred percent. They're trying to find stability. They're trying to create a good foundation to, you know, start a family here, right? Yeah. All they want to do is stability and work hard. Like a bunch of like immigrants. Every single immigrant parent I know has probably worked an insane amount to provide for their children. That's something I love. That's something that you know I want to be able to do for my kids one day. Um, but like, I want to do it in a way where it's my own way. I think, Yeah. I think it's also the individualism that Western culture has, but yeah. Yeah. It's because like what, what I think it, it is, is they came from like such a hard environment of the Philippines and they, they'll do anything for a better life. And now that we're out here in the West, they're just like, Hey, we have this. Let's not fuck it up. Like, let's create the most safe, secure path as possible. I know, yeah. But then we're just like, well, we now, we like, more. we have the privilege, like, we have the privilege of being in a first world country, and then we have the privilege, privilege to kind of do what we want. But, like, with our parents' expectations saying, no, you should do this. Like, I was told by my parents that they become, like, a doctor. And I'm like, bro, I, like, That's failed my all. big Filipino teams found. <laughs> Yo, be a nurse, dog. Yo, yeah, fam, nurse. I failed chem, dog. What are you saying? You're like a breakdancing nurse, Kyle. Yo, yo, chill. <laughs> but, yeah, if I can add on, like, a few more things to, like, creative sense. Actually, no. No, no, no. What was the main question again? I'll say that afterwards. Yeah. What were you going to say? I just want to add on more to the creative process and like transferable skills but that's they can be like a after yeah one thing i want to wanted to ask um like in relation to that so your parents expectation the safest route is doctor be a doctor honestly doctor like just be safe like get a secure job Mm. what would success look like to you at first i thought it'd be happiness but now that i know that happiness is a fleeting fleeting state and it can come and go at any time just due to the fact that life can be up and down yeah right and i'd say again what was the question again but <laughs> <laughs> like, what would success look like to you like what you look at yourself like you don't have that comparison anymore and just like i'm this is like this is it like i'm proud of who i am right the, now the ability to say that i either helped someone start a creative endeavor or help someone pursue it a bit more with what I do. Mm. 
I'm really big on the fact that like you know you could be doing the same shit I am in a, in a creative sense, and it's like something that you're able to like monetize on. I still don't know how to do that too much, and I'm you know completely transparent with that fact. But just because I don't know how to do it now doesn't mean I'm not going to figure it out later on. Yeah, especially with the circles that I'm in, I'm going to find a way to to do that and like you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the best way to monetize photography, like it could be through services or it could be like through the media itself, like creating videos and TikToks or podcasts, even about photography and just talking about um, like your whole creative process. Like I think the internet just opened a whole new kind of business model. It's it's called, I was talking to you about this earlier. It's called the one person business model. I've been researching it like fucking crazy. Essentially, fly me those notes. <laughs> <laughs> you can create uh, an income based off of who you are. Like it doesn't. You don't even have to be a creative individual, like doing a creative service, but talking about whatever you're passionate and whatever you're curious about can be a business on its own. Like you, you are the business, and I, like I think that would be that would be a way to help other people become creative. But Zinth is a great way to do it as well. Thank you. Like that's like, that's literally like we're helping other creators or people who want to be creative do their thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What were you, you wanted to mention something earlier about your creative process. What was that before we um, wrap up? Oh, it was like transferability. Cause I think as Joe mentioned in the beginning, I'm also a dancer as well. Um, I think I'm, I'm like, trained in a few styles and like hip-hop locking house mm-hmm. and like i think when i you know i was trying to go with this but like hmm like ah what was i trying to say man <laughs> off of that quote in the car when i was saying um generality breeds range and specificity breeds precision mm-hmm. you know you can be super general and super um What's the word? Was it the one with the P? Hmm? What? Start with a P? What do you mean? The quote you were saying. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Man, I really wanted to say this too. Transferable skills in any creative endeavor that you want to do. Because like, I think, you know, I, I, I kind of see photography in, in different styles now. In, yeah. In photography... Or just visuals in general in different styles, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in comparison to dance, I'll see dance um, in, you know, a house setting, a hip-hop setting. The styles that I know as well as the names and, like, using that to create something new with a, with a, with an knowledge that I already have. Mm, okay. And then if I switch that stuff over to, you know, photography or anything visual, I can, what I can do or what I'm going to try to do now is go back to like, you know, image making, image making with, image making, but not solely image making with a, a lens based like camera. Mm, right? yeah. So image making with 3D work, image making with collage, mixed media, stop motion work, and kind of like pushing it in that sense. You see where those two kind of meet or no? Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a horrible explanation. Yeah. But. No, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's super interesting. 
Um, going back to the third question we talked about earlier, what, so one of the things you learn from is the conversations with yourself when, it, when it's 3 a.m. and then you're like staring at the ceiling, you yeah. can't sleep and you're talking to yourself. What do you, th- what do you, what conversations are you having with yourself? Like what's the lesson you learn from just being with yourself? Um, yeah, this was like literally yesterday. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're up, like staring at the ceiling, bro. <laughs> I was asking myself, like, yo, you up? <laughs> but um, just different ways that I can push things that I'm a part of. So you know, I'm a part of. I've had this thought for a while. The keep going back to the animation, the 3D stuff, 3D workspace, the multimedia stuff. I'm really trying to push that next year, even mm. right now. Yeah. Um. Things that I can push with Zenth, how I can rebrand, how I can create a different identity for the new year, how can I create like something different and something that can be better translated. Okay. Well, what is this this new identity, this new Kyle, KJ Moffs? What does that person look like? This oh, 2023 shit. new 2023, 2023 Kyle, what does it look like? Um, oh, that's such a good question. Well, if I look in the mirror in 2023, I want to see someone that I was going to say has his shit together, but no one has their shit together. <laughs> it's hard. It's, um, it's possible, but it's hard. Someone that is able to reach their creative goals. Yeah, honestly, just someone to reach. Someone, I want to look in the mirror and I say, I reached my creative goal for this year. What else can I do? Yeah. That's always, I think I kind of base a lot of um, my things on like the five W's, but more so on the what, why, and how. The how is very technical work. Okay, so like lighting, split lighting, Rembrandt, um, top down, mm-hmm. what angles am I going to shoot at, what ISO, blah, 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 blah. The why is a lot more intention-based. Um, what am I trying to get across from it? And then the what is obviously, what am I going to be doing? Mm, okay. I don't even know if I answer that question. I just kind of went off a tangent again. No, it makes sense though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got five minutes left on the podcast, maybe like more like four. This is the <laughs> last question I ask all my uh, all the people I interview because this is the thing I'm most curious about. Do you think like what what is what do you think the meaning of life is? Or in like you you can answer in a way where it's like you know like the whole universe, or you can answer like your own personal meaning. But what do you think the meaning of life is? Hmm. KJ Mops. Give me one second. There's still fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Um, it, I thought it was success and happiness and joy and all that good stuff. But it, it, it's solely, for me, it's solely just pure experience, right? Yeah. Um, one of the main things that I was like talking to with one of my friends is we can feel a state of immense happiness, immense joy, immense positive feelings, but we can also inversely um, experience sadness, despair, um, negative feelings. And I think the up and down of that is the meaning of life. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think I like that dichotomy, the dichotomy, the contrast, 
is is key to life because you know you never know what's going to happen the next day and i th- i think both ends of the spectrum create good art you know because like if you live if you're like in a hedonistic life where like everything is handed to you and there's no kind of there's no negative things from it like what are you going to make art about exactly there's like nothing else like you need both like obviously a life full of despair is gonna be sucks ass bro but it also creates good art you know it does it does it does (laughs) and then vice versa yeah yeah like both ends of the spectrum it's super important but yeah that whole thing that you're saying with uh with happiness you're saying it earlier um there's this thing called the hedonic treadmill essentially what happens is like we have a baseline level of happiness no matter what positive or negative thing happens in our lives we return to it so better thing to change like so if you're not you're not going to be happy permanently but you're also not going to be sad permanently because like our psychology is is adaptive in a way where like we return to a baseline so a better thing to chase for is meaning and that's the whole uh purpose to my youtube channel my podcast find meaning because that's where truth lies and yeah that's pretty much it do you have anything else to say in the last 30 seconds kyle um last 30 seconds uh whoever's watching this thank you very much um hope you guys have like a great next year i don't even know when people are gonna see this bro two weeks from now two weeks from now okay so the next year what what, would like yeah have a great next year Push to be the best self you can. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for watching today's video. Stay on Average Fools.